Hey, coming up on today's show, we've got a Ford, 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 Ford. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. We've got a few. We've got we've got a few topics to bring to your attention about Ford, 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 Ford. Yeah, a little little Bronco news. Deliveries being taken. Just we've got like all kinds of Bronco news. How how can you not? Yeah. We do, and and you know the I just want to touch. We're going to touch a little bit about their uh, their marketing um, strategies that they've got, and they they seem to be doing very well with those. And, and the, um, don't forget the Maverick. Yeah, we're my, not going to forget the Maverick. Yeah, my grandmother a, had a Maverick. I took my driver's a, test well, on a Maverick. I owned a Maverick. It was a four door Maverick, though. Yeah, it was a, likewise. Uh, well, was, I didn't own it, but I drove it. Yeah, sedanny, sedan. Yeah. It was a tan sedan, so there you go. So we got that coming up. Um, we got some some latest information, and I don't know how you could call it latest because the chess pieces continue to get moved all over that board with Lordstown. So we've got some Lordstown news. Um, I think it's becoming more of a stock, uh, a ride stock situation more than actually making vehicles. Um, we'll uh, we'll see we'll see how that goes. Uh, so we'll get into a little bit of that. Um, Conaseg, we got yeah, Conaseg. We got yeah. a volcano fuel situation going on there. We do, we do. Uh, that's that's interesting. It's it wouldn't wouldn't pumice pumice is like the byproduct of I, yeah. I just clean, volcanic activity. I, I just know yeah, it's so. the stuff they use in that lava soap that mechanics use to clean their hands. Exactly, which is pumice. And um, so, you know, we've, we've, we've all had volcanoes in our lives one, once or twice in our lives if you've turned a few wrenches or tried to clean your hands after a hard day's work on a, on a vehicle. Uh, this, is, uh, this is some volcano information that's going to really be a little different than what you're, what you're thinking. Um, and, uh, we got that. Yeah. Got a little bit of an I told you so. I hate to say I told you so. And, oh boy, and oh Jay, boy, oh boy, and oh boy. why a Tesla might be your next favorite flat towable vehicle to pull behind your motorhome. We'll tell you why. All that coming up. Welcome into the podcast, the Parts Counter Guru Counter Show, the show of shows. Keith, it's been a minute. How are you, my friend? I'm fantastic. Uh, On an undisclosed location out here, there might be some RVs near me. Uh, Fair warning, Jay, I don't play Mm -hmm. golf, but I'm sitting on the edge of a golf course, and so if you see me like duck or people start yelling at me, or golf carts drive by, or, uh, you know, just like Bill Murray yeah. runs behind me chasing a gopher. Oh, man. Uh, which yeah, I have seen some gophers. Just just fair gopher. warning. You never know what's going to happen on these shows. Cue the gopher. Yeah, so speaking, we're excited, oh, man. I, speaking yeah, of never knowing what's going to happen, uh, right? yeah, you, you go ahead, man. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, we, we, we you know, I, I'm excited. I, I may not sound as excited. I, I'm I'm a little I'm a little tired today, but um, had a late night. But we're um, we are have been preparing for this 100th episode that's coming up, guys, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. We're getting things squared away. Keith is um, Keith is going to join me live for that, uh, live and in person. We're going to hook up and have a good time at our local favorite that we usually uh, that I usually. Uh, go go down and and uh, have a few beverages and conversations at the Union Tavern locally here. So we got that coming up. Um so July video- July yeah. 7th we will be July recording 7th. recording live mm-hmm. our 100th podcast episode. It's pretty um crazy. now I am saying it that way on there? purpose because I don't know if we're going to live stream any part of that or not. We might, but here's what I would tell you. Keep an eye on the socials 
Uh, and we will keep you up to date on that. We might do a little fan participation kind of thing. We've got some contests, got some giveaways, blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. So, partscounterguru.com, yeah, yep. uh, facebook.com forward slash partscountergurus. Jay, I'm, I'm lost here. I, I just no, stepped it. into the Inst deep end of the pool. Yeah, go Instagram. ahead. <laughs> yeah, Instagram.com forward slash the parts counter gurus. Uh, we'll be over on Twitter. We'll tweet. You know, we'll probably be heavily tweeting during the podcast for sure. So At keep, the counter keep, show on Twitter. That's it. And keep, and, uh, keep your yeah. eye on that. Follow us there. Uh, so we'll try to post up a few pictures and kind of have a few little contests going on. Um, like Keith said, some giveaways. Uh, but we're going to have an opportunity for you guys. Hopefully we'll get it set up for you to buy some some merch that we're working on. Oh, that's um, coming soon. Uh, we're gonna have a. We're working on a web store where you can buy some. Uh, very cool. I have right? seen. I've seen pictures. Uh, yes, and I'm merch. gonna be playing around with some hat configurations here yeah. next week too. So we'll see. We'll maybe we'll have a few, few uh, new hats and stuff. But, but you've had an exciting uh, journey so far. You you said um, uh, Starlink is not working yet, right? Uh, I'm about to cancel that actually. So I did some more reading up on Starlink. This is a little, we'll call this a little bonus segment. Um, and you know, I originally was interested in it because it's satellite internet. And I thought, oh, well, you know, you can, I see all these guys in, in RV, RVs and campgrounds with their satellite TV. And you know, basically the idea is TV wherever you are, whether you're in civilization or not. Uh, it turns out that right now in the in the startup phase of Starlink, it only works in certain cities. Yeah, that's too bad. And so it's not going to be as RV friendly as I thought. So I'm going to kind of nix it for now because it's not. I mean, what's the point of satellite internet if it can't work? Like satellite phones, right? Like we were out in a national park taking hikes recently, and cell phones don't work, but satellite phones do, and the park service right. tells you that. Well, right. I mean, you would think the same for the internet, but, and, and I'm not yeah. saying it's not going to end up there, but right now it's just right not now, there. Right now it's just not. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, my whole thought process on that was, and of course they have to test them. They have to test the systems for sure well, to make sure it's We do. And, I think that's kind of the deal is we're right. testing. You're going to sign up to pretty much yeah. test it. Yes. But the bottom line, I think Elon Musk's whole intent was to provide quality high-speed internet to just about any rural area on the planet and um we're a long ways away from getting that to happen so we'll we'll see how that goes so well, but of, um, you know i mean and you got bezos in space you know so i mean <laughs> yeah yeah that's <laughs> these guys are all is, like they're just what you know, is up with that man yeah, i i honestly think that? it's just how it's it's sort of the battle of the ridiculousness egos kind of thing like because you had mm -hmm. You know, he announced that, and then you got Sir Richard Branson going, oh, no, 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 I'm going first, right? Did you right, hear about this? Right. I and, did, man. Yeah. It's, and so it's, it's like, nuts. yeah. Well, Richard Branson, man, he's he's been that kind of guy for a long time. Right, um, <laughs> right, as, right. As, as, far, as far as I'm concerned, I think Bezos is riding that guy's coattails, man. So um, at the end of the day, I think it's, it's fun to watch. I think it's, ex it's an exciting time in our – in period in in our lives uh to watch to even ha be having these types of conversations you know about who's going to get into in the space uh on a casual note versus rather than some sort of work-related thing so but that's interesting for sure and you know while we're speaking of tesla man i tell you and camping um and, and we'll just kind of roll right into this thing you you brought this to my uh, attention. Uh, you, uh, you were pretty uh, excited uh, about it. Um, I, I see what you did there. You said Tesla. You Tesla said owners. You said we'll we'll yeah. roll right in. Uh, you see that? You see yeah. that? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I did. Okay, and, you know that was an un, that was an unintentional um, roll uh, segue in, but uh, it did. I'm glad it worked. Uh, I'm glad you're wise <laughs> on your fingers there, man, so you could get that sound effect with it. But but at the end of the day, we it's this is something that's not hasn't been known it's just something that really hasn't been tried in this manner um uh, to test it to see if it would actually work and it does and it's it's um I'll, I'll i'll touch on it and then let keith really get into it and tell you why this is so important um which is it's basically the regenerative braking which is nothing new regenerative braking has been around for you know couple hundred years at least right or at least 150 years that technology yes. they use it on trains 
you know, trains and sub, you know, some subway lines, electric-powered uh, subways and stuff like that. I think the tube in London um, uses some form of regenerative braking, which basically it, it, will, it will restore about 20% of power. It helps, you know, that. Um, so, Keith, why don't you tell our viewers how important this is to someone like yourself who's out on the highway in a motorhome with a tow behind. Yeah. So. So, and some people like to call those dinghies or flat toes. Uh, basically, the concept is uh, you're towing the car four wheels rolling on the pavement instead of on a trailer. Right. I tow my FJ on a trailer because FJs can't. They to- a lot of Toyotas don't like to be towed. Um with the wheels turning it's they just plus it's really there's no really no other advantage you have by doing that right over flat over flat toe versus trailer towing so so yeah so so um i and i've driven teslas um there's typically different levels of intensity that you can set on Mm -hmm. this and and they call it Mm -hmm. regenerative braking the brakes on the vehicle actually have very little to do with the process right Uh, it's it's, the motors themselves yeah yeah. now if you turn that off you'll coast just like a traditional you know automobile internal combustion engine but the higher you set that regenerative braking you really almost never have to touch your brake pedal you just let off the gas and the car starts to brake and it's right it's using uh, those turning motors almost like generators to create electricity, right? So that's right. So some so for those of you that own motorhomes, and I'm one of you, um, a lot of people tow Jeeps. A Honda CRV is a real popular one because they're super lightweight. Um, and you you they're I'm trying to think of some of the other ones we see. Oh hey, we got uh, side shots here in the house. Yeah, that might work. Did you did you bring your headphones? Yeah, go get your headphones and come back. We might have a guest showing up in a few yeah, minutes, everybody. Uh, this is a uh, spontaneous yeah. uh, in the uh, moment. You, you uh, never know what's going to happen special, out here in, special in nature. Guest out here. But anyway, I digress. So yeah, so go get your headphones. If you want to leave that cable with me, uh, it's about to get rolled up in the wheel though, and I'll see you in a minute. All right. And by the way, but before you finish that story with, with side shot coming back in here, it, it needs. To, it's important to note that. Sideshot is has been an inspiration to both Keith and I, coming up with some some of the stories, and he really has his finger on the pulse yeah. out there. Oh, um, wait till you hear what with, he said about Lordstown. I, I'm gonna. Oh, we'll get to that well, later. We, well, yeah. well, when we get into the when we get into the Lordstown yeah. uh, discussion, we'll have him uh, give us his his uh, his piece on that, his take on that. So yeah, okay. So, so back to ahead. Tesla. So back. we've talked. Jay at Jay brought this up most recently on one of our last podcasts, but. Teslas really are kind of becoming an ideal tow-behind vehicle for RVers. And one of the reasons, Jay, that you brought up was, well, hey, you've got 50-amp service in an RV park, in a lot of these parks, 30-amp at least if they have electricity. Mm -hmm. A lot Mm -hmm. of them have 50-amp. Dude, you could charge your Tesla while you're, you know, plugged in overnight. But now we have news where, and this has been done before, but not at highway speeds, where people mm-hmm. are flat towing Teslas at highway speeds, leaving them in gear. Okay, so that's kind of the key here. And right. they are recharging the batteries by doing so at highway speeds. Now, this test, um, when they performed it, uh, and we got this from InsideEVs.com. But yeah, so it's a it's ahead. a guy, you, you, I don't know if you guys are familiar with, and I've watched the channel before, it's Warp Perception YouTube channel is basically what it is. A guy by the name of Rich who's behind that channel, he tries a lot of crazy stuff, you know, on his on his channel, and, and he wanted to try this. And he used his very own Tesla Model S, um, and he towed it behind, uh, it was being towed behind uh, his Mercedes-Benz E-Class, Um to, to prove this point that this works. He didn't know for sure, but you have to get up to a specific speed in order for it to get into that high high charging mode. So go ahead right. from there, Keith. I'm, yeah, I'm stealing so, your Yeah, so no, that's, that's perfect. So, so what they found out is that if you tow this thing at highway speeds, you get fast charging equivalent. It's, to, it's right. charging, it's recharging at mm-hmm. basically the same level that you would get 
at a fast charging station. Not a supercharger, a fast charger. Right. Okay. Right. It's about half. It's about half the rate of a supercharger is what you're getting out of it. So it's a fast charger, much much faster than you would. Obviously, it, uh, and we'll get into some of the details here. Um, you're bo- you're a lot better off to tow the vehicle. And, and do this, then you, you get charged up at a, at a much faster rate than you yeah. would going in and plugging into the station. It might take you three hours to get where you need to be. Yeah, so otherwise. so so kind of this thing of if you're going to, you know, again, like, uh, Jay, like when I saw this, I said, you know, somebody in the RV industry needs to jump on this because oh, you have the potential here now if the manufacturers like Tesla or Ford with their Mach-E or GM with any of their stuff or really anybody that's making EVs will... Right will basically approve this as official um mm-hmm. you tend to sell a lot more units to rv owners that need to flat tow a vehicle because right. you would never have to plug that thing in in theory if you move around every four or five days you just hook the car up and go and it's charged by the well, time you get where you're going we've talked a lot about what airstream is doing with their e-assist trailers mm-hmm. that they're focusing on right now which is the same principle as we're, what we're talking about right now so to think for one second that you can't still have the same amount of fun without the worry with a with an all-electric vehicle and an all-electric tow behind, you're out of your mind. Yep. I mean, just look at the technology. This has proven the point that you can do this and achieve it. And once you get to your destination, like Keith was saying, if you go to an RV park, you're already set up with 50-amp um, hookups, man. And so I, it, you're going to see... The, the, the excuses that I hear from some people on some of these forums about, we don't have the infrastructure to do... <laughs> yeah, right. Yes, yes well, we do have the infrastructure, people. Outside Just the box thinking, right? Like, this is kind yeah. of that creative thinking that if, if we... Kind of known for that in this country, right? Especially during mm-hmm. the great generation, or the greatest generation. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, this is perfect. Like... Yes, go go do this, and boom. You don't even have to pay for a recharge. You just no. It's organic, as they say. So some of the details on this, just to kind of give this to you, and and they don't recommend that you you try this until Tesla officially comes out and says, you know, yeah, you can do it. But the results yielded no emergency messages, uh, no issues, even with the vehicle that was towing it. And keep in mind, there is some of that resistance, so you have to have a high torque. Yeah, you have to have, have to have some some torque there. Um, in fact, he was worried about maybe overheating the transmission when they were doing it, but they didn't. And then just remember, he was trying to prove a point about how much fuel that it would physically take to recharge it versus the amount of carbon fuel yeah. that it takes to 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 make the electricity anyway. So well, he proved a couple of points here with that. And, and I keep in it was mind a very that interesting. It, uh, it was a good lesson. Put it yeah, that way. and RVs, you're towing something anyway. So just mm-hmm. keep in mind that, um, you know, that weight to an RV, if you're mm-hmm. towing a vehicle, it's probably insignificant. Um, right. Would, you know. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, absolutely. So he did this at 70 miles an hour. The key is 70 miles an hour in order yep. for it to kick into that, um, that 65 kilowatt rate. Um, and the battery uh, was being replenished at the accelerated rate. It, it, he, he showed it plainly charging at that high rate. Um, he towed the car for about 25 miles, um, and um, he got up to, I believe it was around 50 to 65% yeah. of it within 25 miles. And that's, yeah. you know, that's pretty, pretty cool. I mean, that's pretty cool. So you think about that if you've got, if you're broke down on the road somewhere, um, and you know, or or you're 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 out of power. Um, you would think about calling someone to to tow your vehicle, but heck, they could just basically hook you up and just pull you down the highway for about you know twenty minutes and get you charged and on your way. So there you go. Yeah. So hey, man, thinking outside the box, right? Yeah, I love it. Um, so le- let's go. Uh, I know where you want to go. What? Okay. Well, I think just, I do. You just go ahead. No, you go. I don't know if side shots coming back or not. I he Okay, so he, here's the deal. He rode up on his bicycle think... and he showed me that he Okay, everybody. L- let me just let me just get may I Jay just kind of give a little backstory here a- for a second. Absolutely. So this is part of, you know, you can call me, you know, it's this is how I parent. Like I told him before we left for the trip, "Hey man, 
your headphones, you're in charge of the headphones and the cable and maybe the charging cord, although it's a standard charging cord and I've got a bunch of those. <laughs> and I just knew that he would maybe want to participate. And he went, all right. And then he went right back to the screens, doing the doing the whole. You know, I got one ear. I got I got the I got the you know off the headphone kind of half paying attention. <laughs> and he's you know. And he went all right. And I got an acknowledgement. <laughs> so of course, you know what's what happened today, is you know five minutes before showtime, and he's like, I don't have my cable. And I went all right. Well, my wife would call these. Um, let's see. She says this is a self. Uh, so this is a a. Uh, I can't I can't think of the term, but. Uh, it's it's an organic learning experience, right? Like you just let yeah, the consequence. Yeah. It's a natural consequence. That's the term that right. she likes. Absolutely. Okay. It's you cannot you cannot set somebody up for all the scenarios and learn in those situations. And as a child, you have many of those types of scenarios. Yeah. I know that I did. So and um, you know if, if you're if you're smart, you don't want to make your life hard. You kind of pick up on those things that you should do for the next time that happens. Yeah. And uh, you know sometimes sometimes some of us are hard headed. Well. Takes, I have you know, a feeling a there will longer. be a there will be a uh, headphone cable show up at your house, you know, <laughs> from Amazon yeah, yeah, yeah. for when we're there. But and then right he on. apparently went through my stuff, which is fine. I have a like box yeah. of cables, and he found one and came up here on his bicycle and goes, "Hey, I found one." And I went, "Yeah." And you you heard the rest. I was like, "Yeah, just go get your headphones and come back." And I, I you know, I don't know, right? So here we are. What uh, what year is this? Twenty twenty one. Twenty, I think. Yeah, last time I and checked. It took us. It took us this long to realize. You know, everybody's going carbon neutral, right? They want to go carbon neutral, electric vehicles, carbon neutral, carbon yeah, neutral. Yeah, right, right. Well, the the biggest argument is is okay. We some you have to something has to deliver the electric vehicle. Something has to uh, build the electric vehicle. Um, some you have to move product to plants that build those things. So how can you, how can you truly be completely carbon neutral? Well, we've been saying yeah. that on this show forever, and and I point back to our both YouTube segment and our podcast where we covered where your electricity comes from. Um, right. If you're not familiar, everybody just go check us out over at youtube.com forward slash partscountergurus, or you can hit our website at partscountergurus.com. And there's a podcast tab at the top. Yep. And you can uh, find the link to whatever podcast uh, platform of choice you have, and you can find it all there. Uh, Anyway, Uh, I digress, Jay. Go ahead. Yeah, so uh, surely you guys are familiar with what supercars are, hypercars are. Uh, We've got an interesting um, story that popped up. Um, And I'm going to try to say this and pronounce this correctly. Uh, I believe it's Cone... Koenigsegg. Is that right? Koenigsegg? Yeah, you know the kids. Like, I just, you know, from playing all the, like, video games with the kids, they slang, you know, yeah. it's, they're they're not, it's Koenigsegg. Koenigsegg? Yeah. And, which is Koenigsegg. not Koenigsegg. technically correct. Right. Uh, I think you're correct, but, you know, I just say it like the kids well, say it, man. But so, this story is kind of interesting. You found it. Um, or either you did or Sideshot did, one of the two. But, right. um, you know, we, we those guys make uh, uh, $3 million supercars and um he he has come out and talking about how they're going to use uh basically a volcano um fuel um to uh get the get the to help them achieve some carbon neutrality if you will i love it i freaking love this just because it's it's ridiculous uh it is ridiculous but it's 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 no different than building a dam hydropower using your resources right um, yeah, I want to know. So Christian von Koenigsegg said, I, you know, he started the company in 1994 when he was 22 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, I mean, 22 building supercars. Yeah, he said he uh, had a dream since he was a young boy to build his own car. I mean, we all had that dream. Um, but who who knew that you would be starting a, a, a supercar, hypercar uh, company at that age, right? So, yeah, and, you know, he's clearly been uh you know back to kind of what we were talking about in the previous segment with the teslas and creative thought he's thinking outside the box like he there there's a lot of talking here he's been this way from the beginning like how he builds these cars and uh their build the, I, I, he's at least this one he's talking about building in i think nevada uh um, like reno yeah and so um 
he's talking about being propulsion agnostic and basically uh, they're getting their electric. It's still electric, okay, from what I understand, but it's how mm -hmm. they create that electricity. So, again, back to kind of our thing of how, you know, where your electricity comes from. And also kind of back to what we've repeatedly uh, said about, you know, what Chuck Lynch told us from AERA, mm -hmm. having the ability to draw from multiple fuel sources. Right. So this guy is basically saying, Christian is saying, um, we're just going to use what we can to make that electricity. And in this case, <laughs> it's volcanic. It's, it's a t yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's, it's volcanic uh, CO2 uh, emittance. It's, uh, it's, you know, it's, there's a, he, he goes on to say there's, there's this technology from Iceland. It was invented there uh, where they cap the uh, CO2 emittance from uh, semi-active volcanoes and convert that in, into uh, methanol. Uh, and if you take the methanol and you power the plants that do the conversion of the other fuels and then power the ship to transport those fuels to Europe or the U.S. Rays or wherever it goes, uh, you put the fuel completely CO2 neutral into the vehicle. And see, that's the argument that people have about electric vehicles, that how, how to prove that point that you are truly carbon neutral. Yeah. And that's what we're, you know, we've, we've argued that point as well. And he takes this question head on and says, well, this is how you do it and this is how you can do it. Now, he does go on, and he, he, he laughs a little bit about it, has a chuckle about it. Yes, I know it sounds crazy, but you never know unless you try. And that's the point. And I think also that what you have to take into consideration, who the heck is going to build a $3 million supercar when there are other cars out there for a few hundred thousand or even a half a million or even around a million that will perform um, – on true and tried platforms, that's the difference with what these guys actually do. And this is why I like him. People like Elon Musk, same way. They help close the gap in technology yeah. by building these types of cars out of these technologies that nobody else will touch. But you have to test them and you have to try it. So this is a good example of an entrepreneur uh, using his head and the money and the cash flow that he has to build a $3 million vehicle that someone's interested in buying. And trust me, these people are, you know, they, they're into philanthropy, and this helps aid that technology. And again, like I said, at the end of the day, you might be thinking right now, why the heck do I care? Because in 10 years, I will guarantee you that some of the technology that comes out of what he is talking about here is going to help close that gap to make the price of these electric vehicles and actually make us get closer to carbon neutrality in a more realistic way so we'll see what I, happens jay i, I can know. see it now um so you know i've been sending jay pictures over the past week of some of these superchargers tesla superchargers where like people will just pull up <laughs> yeah. in their like toyota tacoma and park in them or we i there was one with a rpod which are sweet little tow behind campers Love and the guy things. just literally like okay so there's like 10 superchargers in a row and the guy looks mm -hmm. on the it's a grocery store lot and he's like oh well there's open parking down there and he rolls in sideways and takes up about six of them with his right. you know tow vehicle and his r pod hooked up and it's like dude and and it was not an ev he was just you know looking for a place to park at the grocery store but i can right. see it now okay some somebody pulls into yellowstone with their, oh. you know, Conaseg, which, by the yeah. way, the speed limit in Yellowstone, the max speed is 45 miles an hour in the park. So that's the highest. Those supercars is kind of right. It's kind of you know, yeah. and he's you know hooking up his little dark brown like vacuum hose over to the top of it because that's an active vault. Yellowstone's an active volcano, right? Right. I mean, okay. Right. And he's like capping off a geyser, going, "Well, I need to recharge my car." And the park service is like, "Dude, what are you, what are you that's doing? Great. Get, get off, yeah, of, yeah. get off, of Old Faithful." bro hey don't say it won't happen because it might man you never <laughs> know, it's, I mean, that's next right that's next that's right yeah so there you have it um wow so way to go uh, uh, uh what's his name again von von christian Kron yeah christian, christian. Yeah. yeah yeah so thank you for um for trying something like that different that's that's pretty cool so all right well anyway I don't, I don't think, think side, side shots, shots coming, coming back. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Okay. So why don't we go ahead and uh, he probably had better things to do. Um, well, he's a kid, man. You know. So. I, I you normally bring this up. Uh, oh, hang on, hang on, everybody. 
I just got a message from his his handler, also known as my wife. It's his that's that's his agent. All right, hang on here. I'll let you hear what I'm going to type back to her. The one he brought up here should work. Period. I'm pretty sure. Period. Send him back up. We'd love to have him sit in with us on this next segment. Okay, so you know, on to uh, you know the, the, this 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 next story. We talked about this on a podcast um, for quite a bit um, back in March of 2021. The podcast was called I Dang said, Old I told NASCAR. You so. <laughs> You're right, man. Yeah, Dang Old NASCAR was the podcast. You can catch that. Go to partscounterguru.com and uh, hit the podcast links. And just p- choose your, your your favorite platform and go go listen away. And that's the name of that is uh, Dang Old NASCARs is back. And we also released a video of that segment over on our YouTube channel. Uh, the date on that was March 19 of 2021. Uh, wow, look at you like dialing in yeah. the uh, yeah. That's impressive. YouTube.com forward slash parts kind of gurus uh, and, on the YouTube channel. So and we joked a little bit about you know how easy it was to crawl under some of these trucks and four wheel drives like my FJ. Without yeah. needing to jack them up, you know, even my wife's RX, my, her Lexus, right. I can crawl under to change the oil. So pretty easy to get at these catalytic converters. Um, oh, definitely. And they've come up with real, you know, quick ways to, to get them off the vehicle. And, and we, yeah, we joked about this, but in, in but we weren't kind of weren't kidding. Uh, so, so, right. so give us the story, Jay, while Side, side so, Shot joins us here. Go around, or you can go that way too. Right. Yeah, there, there he so is. So the bottom line is, is, and this is in my neck of the woods up here. This is not a joke. This is for real. This happened in um, the outskirts of Seattle in a, in a, in a, in a uh, little town called Lakewood. So in the upper northeast side of Seattle. Actually, I'm very familiar with it because that's where my mini dealership is. So I've traveled through there quite a bit. So I guess... Um, a gentleman uh, by the name of Mike Campbell uh, was sleeping in his truck, uh, and when he woke up, he, he found a gentleman under his truck trying to uh, get the catalytic converter. Um, that guy's name was uh, Brent uh, Peltoma, um, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but uh, Campbell, the owner of the vehicle, said that he saw, he told the police he saw two legs sticking out from underneath the truck, and when he opened the passenger door, he fired straight down at the suspected uh, thief, um, and he fired two more shots at the man, according to uh, some of the some of the police reports. Yeah, that that guy's going to jail. I mean, uh, well, that is not yeah. self defense. That is not a life threatening situation. Now I understand, no. dude. You're you're damaging. That's an expensive theft. That's a you property. Can't shoot somebody for stealing. You can't stuff. shoot. Exactly. I mean, you can you can certainly scare them off, maybe fire a, a, a you know shot across the bow to scare them to death. But the situation is this: is that the guy didn't stop there. He took it upon himself to tie him to the back of his truck and then drag him down the highway, and he left him in a field. And the guy ended up dying. And of course, his his response to that. <laughs> Was hey he was alive when I left him there you know so um, there's a couple of things to learn from this particular situation is that number one um, your vehicle is and may be very vulnerable to to these thieves there are devices that you can put on them you can go to Amazon.com you can go to our website partskindofguru.com um, and uh, we'll we'll give you a link for uh, catalytic converter anti theft devices. Um, you might think about putting one on, but the second thing here is, is you want to really learn from this situation is, um, you know, if you're, if you're dumb enough to steal, uh, someone's catalytic converter, um, you're obviously not looking to see that there's someone in the vehicle. Um, and then, I mean, this just keeps getting dumber and dumber. Um, you're dumber than the guy sitting in, in the vehicle. Um, but then he gets dumb and shoots you. I mean, th- there's a lot of dumbness going on here, man, with this. I, I don't know how else to explain this, but this is just unbelievable that this sort of thing could happen. But be careful when you're stealing catalytic converters. You uh, may not want how to. About uh, not, how about not right. stealing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, just don't steal them. I mean, if this isn't a deterrent enough. So there's your anti-theft device right there. Just lesson learned. But this guy, by the way, I found out he is actually being charged with um, – Let's see. Let me get the current charges on him. I got it right here. Uh, he's getting uh, charged with um, 
second-degree murder and first-degree kidnapping. Um, the guy is noted as having a prior felony uh, and conviction. Well, yeah. And, um, now, wait, he wasn't supposed to have a getting, gun anyway. But. Yeah, right. That's what I was going to say is he's got, an exi- he's got priors, as they say. He's got priors. He wasn't even supposed to be owning the gun. But that's what I'm saying, man. You, you guys that are criminals, you're so stupid to not realize that there are people out there stupider than you. Well, so now, you Jay, go. now you stirred it up. We're going to get all these criminals uh, writing us uh, comments on our YouTube page uh, with hate hate mail. Uh, so so way to, way to upset well, the criminal. If, uh, you, you know, hey, to all you criminals out there that are fans of ours, uh, Jay speaks for himself. <laughs> yeah, just make sure you leave a return address so we know how to get a hold of you. <laughs> Yeah, in the uh, care of the clink. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. So, and look, uh, hey, and so, so there you go. That's the moral of the story, right? You know, don't 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 go around stealing people's Cadillac converters. You can get hurt. So, uh, right. look who it is. Look who it is I know. here. All right. He has shown so his face. So we're kind of making do with what we have here, and you see me fidgeting with my headphone cable. It's because it's a bad connection. Because I gave Sideshot my good one because it's the only oh. one that works in uh, oh, man. in, oh, man. Oh, man. in, in his what, headphones. Sideshot. His expensive Apple Beats headphones. So I'm going to just stand here with my arm in the air for the rest of the segment. <laughs> um, so do you want to go uh, with um, the Lordstown thing? Is that kind of where we're so. headed? Okay. I think so, because I want to hear what Sideshot has to say about it. Um, so let's go ahead and get started with this. You know, there, there's been so much news just in the past few weeks with Lordstown. I mean, Lordstown's CEO was claiming that they were going to get these trucks in production, that they were in production, and all these things going on. Then the next And he's thing gone you know, now. Yeah, he's gone. Um it, it, the CFO was gone as well, too, right? They, they so, both resigned. Everyone, this is a segment I'm going to call Ride with Lordstown Off a Cliff. Right. <laughs> and, you know, Jay, and I know we got the haters out there, and to you haters. I hate to say I told you so. And I'm just going to come out and get it off my chest in the beginning here. I didn't start this because I've got anything against these guys. I started this. Telling you people that these guys were saying they were going to be first to the market right. out there with the vehicle. And Dude, if you want to come out and say you want to make it. months ago, did we right. not? Absolutely. This is and why you st- need to be subscribed to our channel, everybody. Uh, YouTube.com right. forward slash parts counter gurus. Because right. we were on this first when nobody else was on it. And we said, this is not going to go well. It has the appearance that Lorestown is not interested in selling vehicles. They're interested <laughs> in selling stock. Yeah. You know, their right. their own, right? And uh, which happened. So and, um, you know who Lordstown I hear, is. Yeah, uh, yeah. You have to say. You have to like. You know. So, yes. Yeah. Okay. And so, so what? How long have you known about them? Probably when we came up with the idea to podcast about them. Okay, so maybe six months. Yeah. yeah? Okay. Like, almost seven. And what? <laughs> and. What is your opinion uh, now? Now, I guess I, for those of you that are have not seen Sideshot in any of our segments before, he's a big EV fan. He's kind of the guy that has gotten Jay and I into EVs. What's what's your opinion of Lordstown? So I kind of think they well had a good idea, but that Lordstown, their their whole company and what they're saying, you. You really cannot believe what some of the things they're saying. It's kind of iffy. I mean, can, can I, I get a can I get a little? I hate to say I told you so in there for that. Please go ahead. Uh, sure. I hate to say I told you so. <laughs> okay, go now, ahead, side shot. Continue. To be fair, yeah. like we don't, re- I don't regularly consult with him on what you know. Please give me your opinion so I know what to say on the on the podcast. I mean, is it me though, or or is it me? <laughs> are, is is the story is the story changing every day? It is. I mean, yeah. like right over the yeah cliff. Okay. Yeah. So, so not a fan. I mean, uh, what do, what else do you have to add to that? Anything? There, I I just kind of thought they had a cool idea, and I I think it would have gone well if. All of this hadn't happened. Well, you actually have to make what you're telling people you're going to make, though, right? I mean, you have yes. to. Yeah. Okay. 
So, so Jay, go ahead and give us the de- the details, as they say. Well, Lordstown, as you guys know, have been they're in chaos right now. Um, the company said that they had no binding orders. Then they came out and said, "Yes, we do." Um, to some fleets, that sort of stuff. Um, it, it they they're saying it does have binding orders now that's going to keep them going for the next two years. Um, but now they're filing uh, with the Securities and Exchange Commission that it had no binding. I mean, it's just they're all over the place. I don't know what to actually make of what's happening with these guys. Let me recap. The- can can I recap? Yes. Uh, yes, we do. Uh, no, you don't. Yes, we do. No, you don't. Yes, we do. No, you don't. Yes, yes, you don't. No, we do. Wait, what? <laughs> right. Exactly. It's just, and see, now, here, here's the thing, okay? We're not picking on Lordstown. We're just giving you the news, guys. So for all of you Lordstown people or, or, or people that are, what I am finding is the people that have been commenting on our on our videos are the ones that have invested into this stock. So right. there you go. And I get that. Um, well, didn't I'd Steve like Burns, the CEO, didn't he at one point, like when we started the uh, reporting on this, he said like haters gonna hate or something like that. Oh, he said that live or on television. We're just actually and, gonna report the facts. I mean, you know, right? Whatever. Right. So the latest in this, and Keith, you're very familiar with uh, Camping World, right? Yeah. Oh boy, am I. <laughs> right. Sorry. Yeah. Boy, so am I. Yeah. Um, it's uh, as you well know, it's owned by a TV personality, Marcus Lemonis, who's a businessman. He's he owns the uh, uh, Camping World as well. well. It's a it's a public company, but he's. He and this he's is the chairman and CEO, and he right. really can't even be replaced by the board the way that he structured his deal. So right. Yes. So here's the latest news. Well, what it was, we had understood that that basically, uh, Camping World was going to partner with Lordstown on uh, the production uh, of an electric motorhome rv that all that that's sort great of stuff, so we right? have two what? two companies that can't turn a profit partnering together okay <laughs> right hey so and for the, those of you that think i'm go look at camping world's last three fiscal years so as reported by cnbc um he is a star of cnbc's the profit uh Ironically. the show is a, oh the yeah, irony okay the show is about saving small businesses uh, it, he announced on Saturday on Twitter that while his Camping World company plans to launch electric-powered recreational vehicles, Lordstown Motors will not be part of that now. Mm-hmm. Well, and that was a smart decision on his point and uh, his part. And for those of you thinking I'm giving Camping World a hard time, I mean, we're huge customers of that brand and of that company. I just know, like, from personal experiences, which I won't – if you want to hear those, go back. And listen to previous episodes of the podcast, partscounterguru.com. Click on the podcast tab. It'll take you to all the podcast platforms. But they've got service uh, centers in these Camping World locations that are backed up three months or more to get to you. And mm-hmm. somehow this company still can't figure out how to to get out of the red. So, I, right. you know, it's a mess. Anyway. Well, and, and I mean, they're, the stock market with those guys are, are they're so up and down. But the day right. that he made this announcement, which was earlier this week, um, the ride stock closed at more than $20 per share. But Monday's, uh, this, this past week's closing, was $10 a share. Yeah. Um, and, it, it, and it has sat there. And today I checked it. It's sitting at... Uh, it opened at around ten, and it's still sitting around ten. So it's it's not making much progress. It seems so like a it, real it bargain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens with that. But so, um, for all of you Lordstown um, stockholders, um, keep playing. That's all I gotta say. The game ain't over yet. <laughs> Actually, so. you know, I, I this is more of the th- this is probably more more fitting, don't you think? I'm I'm almost almost of the of the of the mindset to throw a Wiley e. Coyote video <laughs> of him going over the cliff with a uh, anvil with the that sign be... that says "Whoops." Yeah. Whoops. Uh, yeah. So, all right. So I we've beat <laughs> up on those guys enough. Uh, all right. <laughs> although it is kind all of right. fun. Um, you want to get into some Ford stuff? We want to really get into some Ford stuff. So this is going to be the interesting. Um, for, for me, one of the most exciting parts of this this, this podcast, um, 
I think you all have known over the last several years of us podcasting how big of a fan Keith, Sideshot, and myself are of Ford and what they're doing and how they're doing things. Um, they have really, you know, that you had the Mustang Mach-E that came out, and you know now they just they just introduced the F one fifty all electric uh, Lightning. Um, now we have uh, the Ford Maverick. Uh, that has come about, which is the new trend, which is the compact or small truck market that uh, several podcasts ago, Keith and I had a long in-depth conversation about it. Well, who are they catering to? They're catering to exactly who we said they would, uh, which is the, the people living in cities that need a vehicle that's a little bit more versatile than just a standard SUV or a sedan. Now you get the best of both worlds. Some of these vehicles can actually tow um, the capacity is, is pretty decent for what they are. Now, granted, some of them are unibody. Some of them are not. I think the Honda Ridgeline just changed, changed their uh, underpinning a little bit um, to make it a little bit more rigid uh, than the standard uh, unibody vehicles that are out there. But this, this compact truck market is gaining a lot of momentum, and Ford's right in the middle of it. And that's why we want to talk a lot about Ford today and some of the things that are happening um, first and foremost, uh, side shot. Um, I know you're a big fan of the Ford Bronco, right? Yes. And, uh, I've been kind of keeping in touch with you guys. And I told you, I found out that a local dealership of mine is going to be receiving their demo version of look that at the, Bronco. Look at this face. Look at, look at, yeah. the, look at the face. Ear <laughs> to ear, man. And we're hoping that while... While you're in the area, we'll be able to get our hands on yeah, that thing. Yeah, so you guys, it, so. so hey, if you want a, an inside, in-person, uh, I say in-person, it will be in-person, you'll be watching us in-person. We've got a Bronco on the way, not a sport, right, Jay, an actual Bronco. Nope, this is a full-size Bronco, yeah. We're going to have a look at, we're going to get to have a, a, a good go-over, go-through with... Make sure mm-hmm. you're subscribed to us over on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash parts counter gurus, and you'll be notified when that video comes out. Right. So, and that was, that came on the heels because I found out that Bronco uh, Ford was, um, had made an announcement, uh, I think it was around the 15th of June that they were, they were, they were going, f- you know, from production to finish, you know, from being built to built, their customers were getting notifications on their delivery dates. And um, also they made the uh, announcement that they were going to be delivering to dealerships all over the country uh, to, to demo for, for their, their customers. Um, there's a lot of excitement about this uh, for a number of reasons. The marketing has been absolutely incredible. Uh, Father's Day, the release of the, um, the video that uh. was the uh, Bronco Nation um, Happy Father's Day uh, video. If you guys didn't see that, uh, I, I cried. I cried. Great did I marketing. Not cry? Oh man, he did. I mean, it, it pulled it pulled at mine too. I mean, and, and we all grew up with with their dads. They had a always had a favorite vehicle of some sort, and typically, sons and dads and daughters and dads will have that connection with a vehicle of some sort. There'll be something and. This is based around an early Bronco, and if you haven't seen it, we sh- we will put up a link okay. um, for, for, yeah. for folks to grab that and, and I, take a and, look at that. And I don't want to spoil it, but I will say, Jay, inside joke here. So for those of you that haven't seen it, go watch it. Maybe hit pause here. Check the description. <laughs> go watch the video. It's about three minutes long. Uh, and, then, and then come back, okay, and then resume. The only thing that would have made that video better, Jay... Mm-hmm. Is if at the end it would have been Jay Leno handing him the keys, right? Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> to his Bronco, right? There Wouldn't you go. That, yes. Yeah. Okay. But but I, <laughs> I, I digress. I they went in the direction that I I was hoping that they were going to go in. Yeah. And that was the daughter buying, you know. All right. Don't let the cat father. out of the bag as they speak. So, I don't but, know who's yeah. putting cats in bags, but yeah. No, I but but again, I mean, tell me that that is not one of the most. I mean, what a All perfect of them. marketing. And let's go into something else that's brilliant. The Bronco uh, Rodeo. So this has been on our radar for a little while. Uh, They're calling it the Bronco Off-Rodeo. And basically it means that what is there? There's a handful of locations around the United. Oh, you got the details. Go ahead. 
Yeah, I got the details. So why don't you let me go ahead and let, let me tell you what this is about. At the end of the day, again, it is it is marketing. It is Ford at its finest, marketing this Ford Bronco as it should be marketed, giving you, the consumer, the opportunity to take this thing in and drive it and put it through the test yourself before you even go buy one. You don't have to buy one. You can just become part. You can buy the opportunity to drive one before you buy it or put it in a real-world situation. If you own one, situation. you have access to this for free, I think. It's, in, it's That's included right. in so, your purchase, as they say. That is. So let me let me give you the details. Bronco Off-Roadie is the essence of the Bronco brand. This is what Ford is saying. Um, it's an off-roading and outdoor adventure playground located at four epic destinations across the United States, which I'll give those momentarily, uh, with experiences that will build your confidence, expand your skills, and encourage you to get out into the wild for years to come. It's designed to challenge and excite both the novices and the experts. Um, Bronco Off-Rodeo will welcome you into the world of Bronco, celebrate the great outdoors and adventure-seeking lifestyle that come with it, and ultimately inspire you to learn it, love it, and live it. Ford, 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 I mean, Ford. holy cow. Like, this is like a track day for an off-road car, right? For right. an off-road vehicle. It's it brilliant. is. So, it's brilliant. And for so those the of you making fun of me for holding my... We're, we're having a little bit of a technical... Di- I gave Sideshot my good headphone cable, so I've, I don't have duct tape within arm's reach, so I'm sitting here holding my cable in so I can hear. But, yeah. <laughs> it's all good. It's fine. It works. So uh, we're going to have uh, in Texas, there's going to be one in Austin. Um, ooh, there's going to be one uh, in Utah at, at, in Moab. Of course. You have to have one there. Right. Yep. Uh, you're going to have one in Nevada, which is going to be in Las Vegas, which also makes sense. And we folks makes sense just, for us. I mean, I, yeah, j- yeah. Just so you guys know, and Keith and I've already talked about this. We're going to be in Las Vegas for the SEMA show this year, and um, I have requested uh, that our CFO allow us to uh, budget the money in to go uh, rent uh, this time and be able to do this. If we get to do that, man, I. Pfft, I'm going to be on on, yep. on uh, yep. hog heaven, as they say. And there's one going to be in the Northeast, which they haven't revealed the location well, yet. Well, they, don't they had a location, and then the community that they signed the deal with kind of backed out and said, we don't want you having your Bronco off-rodeo here. So they're having to now mm-hmm. find – it was in Vermont, I think. Right. So now they're, they're having to backpedal and try to find another – location in the northeast which that's a high population center in the united states it makes sense that they would try to pick an area there so let me tell you the excitement that's that's surrounding not just this bronco off rodeo but if uh, there's a couple of forums that you guys should well bronco 6g forum is dedicated to this new generation of bronco and then of course uh, there's there's bronco nation those two, just just join them. Go check them out if you're a Bronco fan. I, I highly recommend it. But um, oh, and then Broncos, of course, don't forget us. But yeah, well, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, sorry about that. Hey, yeah, now, there you go. My my marketing is terrible. But um, the this is something that just happened. Like this is today. Uh, his uh, a, a, an owner of uh, of one of these uh, that of course, as you all well know, we had to reserve them and then pay for them and order them. Um, his salesman texted him. Uh, this morning, uh, his order showed up on the truck today, and uh, taking delivery as soon as they prep it is when. Um, so he's pretty pretty pumped about that. He goes, the build date was on the 18th of this uh, of of June. Um, it was built on the 19th of June. The del- they gave him a delivery window of June 24th to the 30th, and it showed up on the 22nd. So Ford is managing through their chip shortages on these things. They're making them a priority, it sounds like. Now, side shot. Okay. Not not full-size Broncos, but Bronco Sports, which we know went into production sooner than the actual full-size Bronco. Rough guesstimate. We were in Yellowstone last week, right? Yes. How many did we see? Three or four, and we saw... It was... Well, every... We saw... One like seven, eight times, but we think it was the yeah, same one. It, we think there was like we saw like a maroon one. We ones. saw a cactus green. We saw an area fifty one. We saw black. Do you know what you're talking about? I don't know what I'm talking about. No. What? There was. Wow! A- I just got called out on my own show, Jay. What? Whoa! 
What am I talking about? So there was the the cactus gray. There was one like the Area 51 color actually looked a lot different than I would have thought. There was um like a black one yeah. and a maroon one. Okay, so what did right. I not get right there? That cactus you've... green. Oh, we didn't Oh, cactus gray. Sorry. All right, green gray. It was it was a green. It was more it looked more green to me than gray, did it not to you? <laughs> Green. Uh, all right, whatever. Whatever. Hey, everybody, got, make sure you, you hit subscribe so that y- y'all can keep me honest right. in the comments. Can you guys settle this over a rock, paper, scissors match Holy or something, cow. please? Holy yeah. cow. So, okay. So here's what's interesting, too. And, and Sideshot brought up one of the colors, which is Area 51. I'll have you guys know that the Ford Maverick, the new um, small compact pickup truck that, that Ford has, has released, um, that thing is going to be coming in some of the same, same colors, including Area 51, which is which, pretty cool. I think it's cool. I hope that they don't. You need to have a couple colors that are exclusive to the Bronco to keep that prestige, I think. But I'm yes. fine with them sharing some of the colors. But, but let's, talk about this, let's talk about this Ford marketing, the, the Maverick again. Okay. Okay. And 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 how important. And I'm loving tying all this together because I think it's important that we discuss how well Ford is, is handling um, some of the problems that that have uh, obviously plagued most of the automotive industry and other manufacturing uh, industries using utilizing chips. Um, but Ford has already racked up. They said about thirty six thousand orders for the twenty twenty two Maverick. Um, they says it says that the manufacturing should be beginning on August the 16th of this year. Um, says that the prices for the Maverick will start at 19,995. Um, the mid-range at 22,280, and the top spec is around 25,490. Now, if you get everything, there is an engine package that you get, which which is is the um, I think Pro 4X package. Uh, there is a 2.5 liter uh, hybrid engine sta- on standard for most of these, but the buyers can add the 2.0 liter EcoBoost, which uh, has 250 horsepower, uh, 277 uh, uh, pound feet of torque, uh, which is an additional charge. The turbocharged engine is available with all wheel drive for an additional 2,200 bucks. That's going to be it, crazy it, fun. It is 17 inch, 17 inch wheels with the FX4 package. It'll be all wheel drive, obviously. Uh, it's going to have skid plates, trailer hitch, heavy-duty radiators, heavy-duty engine cooling fans. Um, if you get this thing completely to the highest level packed out, you're still well under a full-size pickup truck starting price at around 42000 bucks. That's completely loaded. That's wow. everything. That's amazing. That's pretty amazing. And yeah. you were talking um, just not too long ago about the colors, like Area 51 would be coming to the Maverick. You know, Mm -hmm. I really love that red and the yellow, but I feel like the yellow is something they should keep special to the Broncos. Well, but, you know, you can't really have a Maverick without a yellow, right, Jay? I mean, that was the iconic color for the old Maverick. Yeah, and I would expect that if they're using that color, that it's only going to be available on specific packages like the FX4. So be an off-road version of that. So I, I would say they'll reserve that probably for that because there are there is up cost in specific colors and you and it's only available in specific packages from what I was reading. So that's typical. Um, I think that was typical here of the the Bronco too um, right. as well in certain instances. Um, just as some of the accessories you could or couldn't get. But can you not tell me that this is not just one of the best marketing um, uh, packages that they put together? For what they're doing right now, the Maki, uh, the Maverick, and 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 this Bronco, man. Yeah, and where did this come from? Like five years ago, Ford's marketing was kind of like meh, and now mm-hmm. all of a sudden they are just they are in conversations every day. They're Everything. getting news feeds on your smart devices. They're in the middle of those every day. This is a love or hate the Ford brand. And I sort of feel like, you know, a sportscaster, I'm kind of agnostic. I'm neutral. I'm just calling the color commentary on what I see, right? Mm-hmm. This is a brilliant move in terms of the marketing being done by Ford. Right. It's, they've right. done a fantastic job. They have done a fantastic job. And the, the versatility that they give this Maverick for people who, um, yeah, it's got a short bed. 
because it's a quad cab and it's basically a sedan. It's a car, yeah. It's a car, right? But they came through with it. If you look at the stance, it's much wider than a normal uh, sedan would be. Uh, The profile of the bed is much higher in the back end. So you got a lot of depth with the bed, but they built in a lot of uh, connectivity there um, for for, uh, its consumers, as well as ways to, to stow items in there there's there's in um there's there's in body uh storage underneath yep uh there's the bars like what nissan did on their quad cab frontiers with the 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 tubular bars to extend that so everything they've done here they've designed it to to do exactly what someone would want out of a smaller pickup truck it's got all the luxuries of a sedan but it's got all of the utility of a pickup truck I love it. I think it's a great, a great yeah. thing. I can't wait to see one in person. Oh, and, me either. And they will and, be out soon. And if you're, yeah, so just stay plugged into us, and we will get you an inside look when they, when they, when when they start showing up. Everybody. They are saying some of the forums just to kind of end on this note that the Ford Maverick uh, will probably be in dealers early 2022, on the yep. lots. And that's that's a pretty quick turnaround, which tells you they've been working on this thing for a while, very yep. secretively. Yep. So. All right. So there you go. It'll be on our YouTube channel in early 2022. Make sure you're over there, subscribed at parts counter, uh, YouTube.com forward slash parts counter gurus. That's it. That's it. All right. So um, what else we got? Is I, there anything I, else we have? I think we- I think uh, I think we should save the rest until the next one, which. Everybody, uh, I want to I want to just remind you we've got a hundredth episode coming up. We're gonna record that live on July seventh. Um, we may or may not do some live streaming for that. Just stay plugged into the socials. You'll find out more. Jay's gonna give you those in just a second. Um, but that is coming up. That is our hundredth podcast episode. We're pretty excited about that. We've got some cool uh, partic- audience participation, fan participation things that are going to be included in that. So if you want to find out more, Jay, tell them how they can find out more. All right. So first of all, pay attention to our social media media accounts, facebook.com forward slash parts counter gurus. Uh, check us out over on Instagram where we are the parts counter gurus. Check us out on Twitter. We go by the handle of at the counter show. Um, go to our website partscountaguru.com um, and you can go and shop there on the uh, there's an Amazon icon if you click that you can go shop and it kind of gives us some love um, we don't know what you're buying we don't know who you are but anything that you purchase through that helps us out we would much appreciate it if you've already done that thank you very much we've we've already felt your love we appreciate it um, you can go to our podcast link for any of the podcasts you can go to your favorite platform whether it be Apple uh, or iTunes, uh, or Apple Podcasts, I should say. Google Play, uh, you've got Google Podcasts, you've got um, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, you name it, we are there. Uh, these segments of the the podcast that we put together in video form are over on our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash parts gurus. While you are there, please click that subscribe button and also click the bell because when you do that, that will give you notification when we release our videos and you'll be the first to know once that video comes out and you can watch it. And when you watch it, always give us a thumbs up because those things help us get more uh, to more people. We become more visible when you're doing that. If you've already subscribed, please ask a friend, a family member, or a prisoner. It doesn't matter. Just if they, if they have access to YouTube, please go ahead and have them uh, subscribe. Uh, we, we'd love to have them on board. So, so hey. there you go. You know what I love about doing some of these remote podcasts is you never know who or what is going to show up and with what. So one of the great things, Jay, that I love, and you know this about traveling, is kind of getting to experience different local beverages, uh, you know, of flavor. So Mm -hmm. we have uh, mom just showed up with, you want to put this can on on camera so everybody can get a look at it. This is, this is his, uh. Hold it right oh, up there to the camera, but don't spill it on my laptop. This is I love uh, it. here. I got it. This is Old Faithful Root Beer. See that it's got the National Park logo on the yeah. On the, I love on it on the can. It's from Grand Teton Brewing, who makes actual beer. Beer, but also root beer for the kids, and it's right. pretty. What? So you've had a lot of different root beers. What do you think about that? Um, 
tastes different from the others. I kind of like that. Yeah. I kind of like um, it's kind of special. Yeah. Yeah. And it tastes pretty good. It's it's Grand Teton Brewing. You never know when you're going to get a surprise segment on this program, everybody. I mean, you just never <laughs> right. know. Okay. Grand Teton Brewing is so, fantastic. So we'll, yeah. uh, I'll have to keep that in mind because there are a couple of brewers here that brew their own root beer as well. Farmstrong being one of them. Yeah. Um, and there's a couple of other ones. So we'll we'll make sure we, well, get we can up, we can so. get him to rate them. Yeah. So okay. So right. in closing, as this has been kind of a controversial episode, I feel it's only appropriate to close with you know, to continue the controversy. So again, everybody, uh, thanks for watching, you know, make sure that you hit that subscribe button so you can ride with parts counter gurus. <laughs> See what I did there. And, did. uh, until next time, remember the toilet paper goes over, not under. <laughs>